G20, we talked about the need for us as partners to continue not only to stay partners, but to increase our coordination. And uh, that's something that, uh, that we're going to do. I think your phrase was, when we work together, we can achieve great things. And I believe that. I know the American press is tired hearing me say this, but I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic about the future and the near term. And uh, it's going to be hard, but there's a lot we can do together. And uh, the fact is, uh, we've been partners and friends. We're NATO partners. We're involved in the, uh, the North American Leaders Summit. Today, we're going to be going over and seeing our, our counterpart, uh, the, the president of Mexico. But I think uh, what we should be doing, and we are doing, is demonstrating the unlimited economic potential that we have when we work together and in the hemisphere and to help the entire hemisphere. Um, and uh, there's a lot we're going to be talking about, including uh, clean energy. Uh, we should be the clean energy powerhouse of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard tonight's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is January 10th, 2023, Anno Domini. Are you ready for the North American Union? Are you ready for the Amero currency when the U.S. dollar gets knocked off? of its status, of its perch by the Chinese Yuan and One Belt, One Road? Are you ready for globalism to come back? Because that's what we're seeing here. We've now seen a new globalist deal. Biden, our president, in quotes, Trudeau, AMLO down in Texas, what have they announced for us? They've gone down there and they've announced, and, and, and I want to be very clear, They've announced a deal whereby in manufacturing jobs will now be sent to Mexico. And in return, the United States is offering to open up its borders even more for migrants coming up from Latin America, South America. They're calling it a reduction in illegal immigration by opening up pathways for migration. So basically, what Biden's going to say is that he's reduced illegal immigration because he's going to make it legal. Do you get what's going on here? In addition, those manufacturing jobs that are going down to Mexico, guess what it is? Semiconductors. So not only is the United States preparing to sell out Taiwan, because that's just obvious, right? That's just absolutely obvious what Biden's plan is here that they're going to be sold out. Now, those prefab manufacturing facilities, I'd love to see those in Arizona. I'd love to see those in Texas. I'd love to see those anywhere within the United States. Because I'm sorry, I didn't realize that we had a president of the hemisphere. I didn't realize that we had a president who's supposed to care so much about the needs of countries that he is not elected to lead. And yet that's what we have here. You have to you have to understand. Every administration. Prior to 2016. Was all on board with this train. America last is what it's called. You, you American people, you don't matter. What matters are the profits. And the corporate interests getting rich of the slave labor, whether it be in uh, in China, in East Asia, 
whether it be labor in Mexico, where they can make it cheaper. The jobs are sold out the same way that the countries have been sold out. And in addition to this, he sits there and tells you about how his plan for globalism, his plan for open borders. Here's how the open border works. It is a two-way street. The jobs go out and the migrants come in. Every administration prior to President Trump was like this. Clinton, Bush, the first Bush, Obama. This was always the plan. America would be weakened from the inside. I talk about this every day here. Go look at the upper Northwest. Go look at the Midwest, the South. All of these areas that have become what they call, they say economically depressed. You come up with these fancy terms for it. By the way, the, you know, the new one, I just heard this today. I've actually heard this before. But they're saying it's not outsourcing. We're not outsourcing. We are near sourcing. We're near sourcing. That's a great McKinsey word for you. Was Buttigieg involved with that one? Near sourcing. And you should be happy, we're told, that they aren't being sent to China. That's what we're told. We should be happy that they aren't being sent to China. What's going on now is that the elites have always been hostile to our interests. The only difference is they're not hiding it anymore. They don't care. They don't care that you can see what they're doing because they know that you won't do anything about it. They know that you won't stop them. They'll just release another Marvel movie or some new stuff on Netflix. You know, NFL's coming up. Get you guys, get you guys focused on all that. Get you guys focused on all that while you're not paying attention to what's going on in our country. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with entertainment, obviously. But there is something wrong when people are completely checked out of our political system and our elites are laughing in our faces. That's what's happening here. They're selling out you, they're selling out your family, and they're selling out your children. Ladies and gentlemen, are you waiting for the other shoe to drop? Because any moment now, we know that another major crisis could pop up and take America by surprise. We're outsourcing, excuse me, near sourcing all the manufacturing still. And when the panic starts and the grocery store shelves are stripped bare within hours, look, we've seen it before. We're going to see it again. Just look at the storm that just a few weeks ago swept across the entire country. Even areas that were prepared for winter weather were taken by surprise. That's why so many people are now grabbing emergency food from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company and wants to help more Americans get ready for what is coming. That's why they're taking $200 off the regular price of their three-month emergency food kit. This kit is packed with delicious breakfast, lunch, dinners, and drinks, and snacks, enough to feed one person for three whole months. Get at least one kit per family member so you have enough to go around. These kits are in stock. They're ready to ship. Shipping is free. Your entire order arrives quickly in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Don't be taken by surprise. The time to prepare is now. How do you do that? Go to preparewithposo.com today, preparewithposo.com. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, 
What did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen. How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that, I mean names of people who helped, or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. And you don't know what was in those documents? I have not asked for the specifics of those documents because I don't want to get myself in the middle of whether or not the Justice Department should move or not move on certain actions they can take. I, I've agreed I would not tell them what to do and not, in fact, engage in telling them how to prosecute or not. So we have breaking news about the new scandal, about the Biden documents, the classified documents found during his tenure as vice president at the Penn Biden Center. Now, full disclosure, I used to work in the very same building where these documents were found. It's true. 101 Constitution Avenue is the offices of the the Penn Biden Center. It's upstairs in the building right there in downtown D.C., right across from the Capitol. And downstairs, that's where my office used to be when I was at One America News. Epoch Times also has an address in the very same building. So every time you see the uh, the pictures that they're showing in this building, the very same building I was at, that building is not a secure information facility. It's not a SCIF, Sensitive Compartmentalized Information Facility, SCIF. It's not. It's not rated to hold any of this. And here's the big difference. The vice president does not have declassification authority. They are not in the chain of command. The vice president is not the commander in chief. Only the commander in chief maintains what's called OCA, originator classification authority. That is the president of the United States. Every piece of classified material throughout the entire United States government receives its classification through the authority of the president of the United States. He is the person who declares whether something is classified or not. Now, of course, that power is then delegated down to other OCAs and junior OCAs throughout the different agencies, et cetera, et cetera. You get the point. But without the president, there would be no classification. And yet I see CNN trying very hard to carry water for Biden on this, by saying, oh, well, it wasn't as many documents and they were the ones. Who no, no. It has nothing to do with it. But here's what was breaking earlier this afternoon. We now have more information. The Post Millennial has the story. On the intelligence briefings and memos. It says they were related to topics, including Ukraine, Iran and the United Kingdom. And it was dated between 2013 and 2016. 2013 to 2016, I'm trying to think. What was going on in Ukraine in 2013 to 2016? Oh, I remember a little something called the Maidan coup that the Obama administration was deeply involved in. You know, we might have to, we, we just did the China files, the China files, very successful, huge response. Are we gonna have to drop the Ukraine files? Are we going to have to drop a series explaining what the Maidan coup was, how a duly elected, whether you like him or not, a duly elected president of Ukraine was overthrown 
and how elements of the Obama administration, including President Biden and his crooked son, were involved up to their ears in the whole thing. And yes, it turned violent. And yes, it turned bloody and fiery. And the United States was in full support of that regime change. It was a textbook color revolution. 2013 to 2016, were there classified documents about the Maidan coup being kept in the Biden Penn Center? The same center, by the way, that received, we're told, $50 million from entities connected to the Chinese Communist Party, fully funded by the CCP. Do you understand how this works now? They're all tied together. They're all tied at the hip. The corruption runs in one direction. What else? The UK. What was going on in the UK in 2016? See, everybody remembers Russiagate as, oh, it's get Trump. Get President Trump at the time. Candidate Trump. We got to get Trump. But here's the dirty little secret. Christopher Steele, MI6 agent. Where did the meetings happen? Between Papadopoulos and so many of these other people that were involved in Russiagate. Go back. They all took place in London. Where was Crossfire Hurricane actually kicked off? London. Where did Crossfire Hurricane uh, take place in the field? London. What agency has the lead for all human intelligence operations, human collection operations that take place outside the United States? Anybody willing to take a guess on that one? You need three chances. You should only need one because it's only three letters. The CIA. And who was the head of the CIA London office during CIA London station? Who was the station chief in London? Gina Haspel. Gina Haspel, who was handpicked by Brennan for that office and then later became CIA director. And you can go back because I spoke out forcefully against this during the Trump administration. New York Times came after me. Everybody came after me. And all I said was, look at the facts. Gina Haspel was the head of the CIA's London station during Russiagate. And we now know that Biden's documents pertain. Now, you know, might not pertain because we don't have any more information on this. But what we do know, classified documents related to the UK 2016. Because we're always trying to understand what were the documents at play. And the bigger question, of course, people are going to say, well, what isn't that hypocrisy? Isn't that hypocrisy? Biden kept classified documents and nobody's talking about indicting him. He didn't even have declassified authority. Folks, there's something that I will tell you that I don't think that anybody else in conservative media will say. It's not hypocrisy. It's hierarchy. They know what they're doing. They knew they were accusing Trump of the very thing that they were doing, but they don't care because the system is rigged. And if you're in the club, you got a different set of rules than anybody who's outside the club. You're outside the club, you get thrown in the gulag, you get your house raided, everything else. Understand, this is their hierarchy. We're gonna replace it with ours. If Eric Swalwell 
cannot get a security clearance in the private sector. There's no reason why he should be given one to be on Intel or Homeland Security. So that will not, he will not be serving there. Um, so you're going to, yes, if you're the Speaker of the House, you're going to remove guy. him from those committees. Ilhan Omar should not be serving on foreign affairs. What about any committees for Ilhan Omar? You know, this is a, this is a new level of what the Democrats have gone. Um, you look at um, Adam Schiff. He should not be serving on Intel. When he has openly, knowingly now used a fake dossier, lied to the American public in the process, and um, doesn't doesn't have any ill will, says he wants to continue to do it. So we're going to reshape. I mean, think about what happened in Afghanistan. Why did Afghanistan collapse so fast? Was the Intel Committee under Adam Schiff focused on impeachment and not on the safety of America? Why are people coming across the border that are on a terrorist watch list? What are they doing about it? And their own members on that committee says it's not happening when it's true. We need to have an Intel Committee that looks at what's happening around the world and keeps America safe. It should do exactly what it was created, overseeing of our agencies and others. Adam Schiff, Eric Swalwell, Ilhan Omar are set to not just revert to their minority status on these committees in the House. Speaker McCarthy just said they're getting kicked off their committees. They're getting kicked off their prime committees that they were given, that they thought that they would be stuck on, that they thought they were safe on. They're being completely taken out of power. You know, it's actually amazing because if you look at the squad and the trajectory of the squad, and I saw a lot of consternation and indigestion from the liberals and the progressives and the left, because I follow, I follow liberal Twitter I keep an eye on what the progressives are up to because you always got to keep an eye out. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep two eyes open, one on your own stuff and one on the other guys. And the squad was losing their mind. You know why they're so upset? Or excuse me, I should, I should say the progressives are losing their mind on the squad. And here's why. Because they're saying MAGA just came into the house and showed you how to run game. MAGA just came in and put forward a plan with leadership, got a deal done. And now all of a sudden they're all getting every result that they wanted. What did the squad do? The squad sat down and they went to the Met Gala and they got they wore their dresses and AOC had her, her text, the rich dress and everything that was out there. And they got nothing done. They enforced any votes, no legislation. They had all three, right? They had the big three, president, the Senate, the house. And the squad was nowhere to be found because they were bought off by Nancy Pelosi when she was still speaker. Done. Completely and utterly donezo. And now you look here. Right, Matt Boyle, the great Matt Boyle from Breitbart, sitting down with Speaker McCarthy. And I got to tell you, that's full-on red meat right there. That's good stuff. Because if a conservative house is going to exist, then you must point to actual specific wins. You must point to actual specific accomplishments, tangible accomplishments. This is great. This is great. I love seeing it. I want to see more of it. I want to see more committees now. I want to see the subcommittee. So what are we getting out? Subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government will be chaired by Jim Jordan. We're hearing also, and Steve Bannon over at War Room has reported this, 
that Mike Gallagher, Congressman Mike Gallagher, who's great on China, will be chairing an investigation into the Chinese Communist Party. Because we need to understand what went down in Wuhan. We've been able to piece together what we could so far without subpoena power. And I'm not just talking about subpoenas of Dr. Anthony Fauci. I'm talking about subpoenas of anyone and everyone who was involved with this. EcoHealth Alliance, people at the NIH, whistleblowers from China. We need the whole thing laid out. Was COVID-19 part of a bioweapon-related program? Why were they conducting these gain-of-function experiments? Was it dual use? Was it a dual use program? And that thing that leaked out of that lab, that shut down the entire world, that affected all of us, that affected all of our families, that sent the entire world into disarray. Was that sent to the United States on purpose? Why was it that the Chinese Communist Party shut down internal air traffic and continued international air traffic. That's the only question you need to ask. Why did the Chinese Communist Party, and I remember the ambassador to Italy, you all remember it too. Why did he demand that those Chinese aircraft, those passenger liners land in Northern Italy? Why was that? He didn't just ask. He didn't just suggest, he didn't recommend, he was demanding it forcefully, screaming. Because when this all shakes out, whatever they cooked up in that lab for whatever the reason, this was done deliberately. I think it leaked, but the spread, the spread was completely deliberate. And the Chinese Communist Party knew it. And everyone has been trying to skate ever since. And so I'd say this to Speaker McCarthy, to Jordan, to Gallagher, whoever's in there, Matt Gates, I'll work with whoever it is. I'll work with whoever it is because you've got a transnational criminal cartel that is deeply embedded and entrenched with American and Western elites through an elite merger. They've come together to work together to screw the American people. Whether it's semiconductors, whether it's manufacturing, whatever it is, we are getting weaker and they are getting stronger. And in the same way that the United States elites and the Western elites stood with the Chinese Communist Party after Tiananmen Square, that was only done to their people. It was horrific. But look what the Chinese Communist Party did to us. Are they going to pay for that? They should. They certainly shouldn't. Any one of you that was forced to take a jab or was forced to lose your job or lost family in this, there's a specific group of people that are to blame. And their name is the Chinese Communist Party. And I've been saying it now for three full years. It's time to actually get some answers. And I'm not going to rest. You really think I'm not going to rest? I've been on this beat for 15 years. Try me. 
I ain't going anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, you have my permission to lay ashore.